Yo, welcome back to the DRM Podcast. I am your host, Eddie, and I'm really excited for today's episode. We are ending our series titled Humility, the Answer to Your Blind Spots. I love you so much. Let's get right into it. Amen. Praise God. Well, hey, let's dive right into it. This is the last episode, like the introduction said, and I really want to approach this last episode by first saying this, Uh, you know, this message has been stirring up and developing in my heart since February of this last year. And, And I believe it's one of those life messages that people will be able to take and apply to their own lives and people will be able to add to it and develop it for themselves. And so I want to share it because this message uh, has been a message that was birthed out of heartbreak, pain, confusion, doubt, anger, bitterness, It was birthed out of all of those things. And praise God that I was able and have been experiencing the goodness of God. And really, that all came out because of humility. And that's what we've been on, right? Humility, the answer to your blind spots. And so let's dive right into it. Has something recently caused you to experience heartbreak? Has something caused you to be in pain, confused? Maybe you've just been unsettled and, and, and maybe it's just caught you completely off guard. Was it maybe the ending of an intimate relationship? Was it the ending of a friendship? Was it the ending of a job or an opportunity that you maybe had somewhere? Was it the realization that, that you've messed up a lot and you have a lot of, of maturing to do and that you're not where you, you thought you were? Was it maybe putting your trust in someone and and them betraying you? Was it promises and things that have been on your heart not coming to pass or maybe ending? Was it a goal, something just not coming to pass and maybe you were walking and believing for things and ultimately those things, those dreams just died? I'm sure you can think of some of these things for yourself. Maybe you're experiencing this right now. Maybe you're going through it. Maybe you've gone through it already. Uh, But these are some of the things that I've experienced in my 27th year of life. And I want us to look at, at heartbreak, the death of something through the process and the lens of a death, burial, and resurrection. And how if we are intentional, we can go through this, through whatever it is that you're facing and come out of the fire victorious and equipped to move forward with Jesus, to truly experience uh, life and life more abundantly. And so if you're ready, let's get into it, okay? The Word of God says in Jeremiah chapter 29, 11 through 13, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Next verse says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. Man, 
you know, these are a few of the verses that, that I could quote and encourage others with. You know what I'm talking about? Like John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, right? Or Jeremiah 29, 11, or Romans 2, 4, it's the goodness of God. You know, we, we have these verses that maybe we've grown up with. They're kind of popular that we can quote and encourage others with. But maybe you've experienced what I experienced where I could quote, I could encourage, but I realized that I truly didn't know and believe these verses in my heart. And so that was something that I experienced this year with, with especially these verses, right? And, and maybe you've had those pivotal moments where, whether it was a conversation, a situation, spending time with God, reading the word, going on a drive, whatever it is, where something finally clicked and it made sense. Have you experienced that? Again, this was what I experienced where it was like, oh, wow. I, okay. I, I know. Now I know that I know that I know in my heart what that means. Hmm. And so, you know, like I said, th- this situation that I'm going to share was one of those moments for me that, that caused a lot of pain. <laughs> A lot of heartbreak, man. My, my heart was shattered. It was, you, I I couldn't, uh, you know, I I didn't have a healthy heart. It was broken into different pieces. And, uh, but, but through this, this process that I went through, uh, I was truly one set free, healed, but then empowered to walk in victory with Jesus. Okay. And so Let's dive into the story, the the main storyline for this episode. You know, I truly believe that a lot of the things that that we walk into, the doors that are open, things that happen in our lives come from a true, pure, and sincere place from our heart. And I truly believe that a lot of those things are from the Lord most of the time. I would say, speaking from personal experience, you know yourself, you know where you've come from, you know what you've experienced. But for me, from that, you know, then true feelings and and and, and love and, and, and life and life more abundantly are experienced. Uh, and, and, you know, for me, I last year got into a relationship that started off as a friendship, moved into courting, and then engagement ultimately, right? And then we were mo- really moving forward into actually getting married. And long story short, because of my own doing and mistakes, something that potentially, okay, I'm not going to say as thus says the Lord, but something that potentially possibly started uh, with, with being maybe an opportunity from the Lord was ruined because of me and my mistakes and the things that I was or wasn't doing. And so the engagement was called off. And before we really dive in, I, I want to speak into hearts right now because I know that this can bring up feelings and, and thoughts and memories. And, and I, and I want to start off with this. God still loves you. He is still for you. He wants the best for you. And he wants to encourage you. And, and, and he wants to uplift you right now. Okay. And not only is he going to do those things, but I really believe that he's going to help you and set you free. And he's going to put you back on course, back on track where you're living, where you're enjoying life and where, where you're not drowning. Okay. And so... 
please be open to the Holy Spirit. Please be open to the word. Please be open to the things that I'm going to share. All right. And so we've been on this topic titled humility, the answer to your blind spots, man, in the midst of heartbreak, in the midst of the engagement being called off, humility was the answer uh, to, to everything that I was experiencing because humility will always point you back to God and it will allow God to help you. Humility will, will remind you of what God says about you, about who he says that you are, and he will remind you of all that he has for you. And that is all uh, really an opportunity that comes from humbling ourselves. Okay. And so uh, the first thing, right? So when this engagement was called off, man, I, I, I was a wreck. <laughs> uh, you know, it was one of those things where I, I couldn't hide it, man. I was in the middle of school. I was still working. I was still having interactions and Man, if you ever saw me when when this first went down, my eyes were just red, right? And 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 I was just, uh, I if I wasn't physically crying, my heart was crying, right? I, I was in pain. I was devastated, and 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 so when we when when we experience the death of something that we love and value, man, that that is that is big. It's nothing small. And whether it be the death of a dream, a goal, a job, a relationship, you name it, it can truly be painful. It can be heartbreaking. It can be confusing. It can be the last thing we expected, and it can and will catch us off guard. Now, look, 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 look. I don't want to take away from from or devaluing the death of a human because I think that's the ultimate uh, pain that, that we can experience, the death of someone that we love, right? But with that, I also know that death can come and be experienced in, in different ways, right? For example, what I just shared. And in the midst of that, whether it's the death of a human being, somebody that we love, a family member, or the death of a, a, a relationship, a, a friendship, a dream, a job, whatever it is, Okay, we all have to go through through that process together, processing that death. Okay, now it might look differently, but we all, I truly believe we have to go through that process. And in my experience, the death of something in this situation, the death of this uh, engagement caused the following one. It caused me to experience all kinds of emotions. And I know that, that I'm not preaching to the choir. Okay, I know that we... We've been there, okay? Uh, for me, man, I experienced every single emotion that I believe you can experience as a human being. Emotions that I didn't even think were there. Uh, I, if they were there, if they exist, I experienced them, okay? Uh, from heartbreak, from disappointment, from anger, from bitterness, uh, every single emotion, and a lot of times all of them in once. And man, that that was a trip. <laughs> the second thing for me, it was that this really caused me, the death of this engagement caused me to ask a lot of questions, right? Lord, why the heck did this happen? Lord, how could you allow this to happen? Lord, why did this happen to me? Lord, did you know this was going to happen to me? Lord, do you love me? 
you know, Eddie, why would you allow this to happen? Eddie, why would you treat this person like this? Eddie, why, you know, all of these questions in the midst of all of these emotions and man, <laughs> I, I truly found myself lost. Okay. And so when, when the engagement got called off and we could truly say it was the death of that, uh, I really had to be careful with where I went with my headspace and my emotions and my heart. Okay. Because this is where humility comes in. Okay. Look, the death of something, like I said, brings up all these feelings. It brings up all of these questions. And, and we do have to process all of this. But if we're not careful, we will spiral down into this, this, this pit of, of darkness and loneliness and, and confusion. And, and if we're not careful, we will stay there. And we, we often will make the problem worse. Okay. And, and again, we all process things differently. We all process our emotions, questions, all these things differently. But I do know that at some point we have to be proactive about moving forward. Okay. And so when, when, when I experienced the death of this engagement, I, I really, um, went through a dark season where, and I shared this in a previous episode where I had suicidal thoughts where, man, I tried to take my life and where I I didn't want to live anymore. I, I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to run this ministry that the Lord blessed me with. I didn't want to have friendships. I was just done. I was like, well, if this engagement died, if it's done with, I'm done with. Wow. Right. That, that is big. And that, that brings me to my first point in that death that, man, it, it, it showed me that blind spot. Right. In, 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 in true humility, it showed me that blind spot that uh, I had truly put a value on this engagement and on this person above God. They were above God. And so if something is above God and if we value something above God, when that thing, that person, whatever it is, doesn't work out because we're not deeply rooted and grounded in God and in a relationship with him, man, when that thing dies, we, 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 we kind of want to die with that. We, we don't want to experience anything else. And so that was the first blind spot that, that I saw where it was like, oh, wow, I had it backwards. Lord, I don't know how, but yeah, th th this, this is not good. And so for me, man, it sucked. Don't ever want to experience it again. But. It really humbled me and it made me realize where my heart was and that it wasn't in a good place and that I had walked away from true relationship with the Lord. And so, you know, I, again, when, when this engagement, you could say died, when it was over, I, I then from there, once I realized that, okay, I had put this above God. And, and the Lord was second to this. I, I then had to obviously 
humble myself and, and, and really repent before the Lord. But then I had to make sure that I didn't completely throw away something that was good, something that, that the Lord had for me. Meaning, look, just because this engagement was over and just because I will, I, I'm not going to get married to that person and just because I, I might not have that specific house, that specific land, and just because I might not go on those trips and those adventures and the things that we planned and talked about doesn't mean that that is not going to happen. See, those things are still going to happen. Those things are still my desire. But what ultimately died was that version of those things. So maybe that job opportunity is no more. Maybe that friendship is no more. Maybe that relationship is no more. Maybe all of these things are no more, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to walk into that. It doesn't mean that that is not for you anymore. It just simply means that in this season where you're at, it just wasn't meant to be. And so that version must die. You must let go of it. Man, and that is hard. <laughs> All right, because when the Lord brought that up to my heart, I was like, oh, heck no. Nope. No, no. I, Lord, I am not going to go. Uh, no, I, I don't want to go through that again. I do not want to open up my heart again. I don't want to get to know anybody again. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to meet family members again Be, because, man, it hurt. It sucked. You get attached to people, right? Like, I, I, I if I can be honest with you, I still miss you know, the, some of the kids of, of this family and, and, and the family members and the people like I just because it didn't work out doesn't mean that I don't love them and that I don't miss that. But ultimately, the truth is, is that <laughs> people have a free will and you can't force things. And it's 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 just not a good thing to do. And so. Again. The, just because I experienced the death of this engagement doesn't mean that I experienced the death of, of the ultimate goal or the ultimate uh, calling upon my life and, and, and getting married and having kids, you know, having the property, all of these things. No, it was just that version that died. Hmm. And really... When I realized all of those things, the thing that helped me, right, was humility. Going back to the Word of God, going back to Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Okay, the engagement got called off. It died. But Jeremiah 29, 11 says that you have a future and a hope for me. You have good thoughts. So, oh, okay, that virgin died. Okay, that virgin died, but I'm still going to get married, right? So it's that process that I went through. And so for you, it's the same thing. What is it? What is that thing that died? What is that thing that didn't work out? Process that with the Lord. And allow Jeremiah 29, 11 or allow that specific verse that the Lord has for you to help you understand in your heart that it's truly not over 
Okay. And guys, you've experienced it. I've experienced it. That man, whatever the enemy meant for evil, God turns for good. Look at your life. Every single time we've messed up or the enemy has truly robbed and he's stolen and destroyed all of these things, God has turned it for good. And, and it was often, often it is better than that version that we had. But in the midst of going through something, it sucks. And it's hard to, to keep our eyes on that truth. But we must go back in true humility, go back to that word. Go back to the word of God that is alive, sharper than any two-edged sword that will speak to you, that it will produce life within you in the midst of death. Okay. And so then that takes me to my next point, right? So we, we just opened up with the death of something, all right? And I just shared my heart about how, man, the death of my engagement was, was critical. It was pivotal to me truly realizing that I had a lot of blind spots and that my focus truly wasn't on the Lord, right? And I, and I, and I shared some things, how the word uh, helped me really discover that, that, that and, and how it helped me move forward to the next step, right? The next step of, of this, the death of this engagement was the, the burial of that engagement, the, the burial of that version that I had. Right. I had to bury that version of, of, of that engagement of what I thought it was going to be or look like with this person. Again, does that mean that I, that I'm not going to get married? Does that mean that I'm not going to have the, the land and the property? Does that mean that I'm not going to have all the children that, that I want to have? Does that mean that I'm not going to go on the adventures? Does that mean that, that I'm not going to experience everything that we talked about? No, no, no. Like I already said, no, it, it, I will. I will experience those things. It will happen, but not like the version that I had in mind and in my heart. And so I had to not only experience the death of something and, and, and process my emotions and, and process the questions with the Lord, but then I had to be proactive about saying, you know what, Lord, this sucks. This hurts, but I want to bury this version with you. I want to do it, Lord. I want to. I want to bury this this version of what I what it was going to look like, what 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 I created in my head, all, all of these different things. I want to bury it with you. Again, is that me giving up? Is that me not wanting to get married? No, no. But it's saying, you know what, Lord? Yeah, the, the, this version is dead. It looks dead. Whether and whether it's going to come back or not. I, I, I don't want to hold on to it, right? I, I don't want to have this tight grip on it because what does that do? When, when something dies, okay, and I'm talking in, in the spiritual sense of it, okay? When, when something dies that, that is not meant to be and we hold on tight to it, man, it, 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 it really, if we're not careful and we hold on so tight to it, it's going to create bitterness and anger and frustration and doubt. And it's going to taint our heart and our vision and, and our ears. And, 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 and we're not going to be able to experience life. And so I had to come to this place of, of bearing this, this engagement with this person. Of saying, you know what, Lord, I can't do it. Lord, I still want to get married and I still love this person, but you know what? 
I'm going to bury it with you. I'm going to give it to you. Right. And, and that's where that, that, that second verse in Jeremiah 20, 29 verse 12 says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And verse 13, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And so praise God that I didn't have to bury this dream, this version by myself. I sought out after the Lord. And he heard me in my distress. Not only did he hear me, but he helped me. Right? And so bearing this engagement, this is what it looked like for me practically, okay? Lord, I believed in my heart that I was going to get married to this person. And I believe this is all the things that you had called, that you you have put on our hearts to to do in life together. And I believe this is all the children that we were going to have. And and this is where we were going to live. And Lord, I believe all this was from you at one point. But right now, it's dead. And so, Lord, let's bury it together. And Lord, as I bury this with you, I'm not going to hold on to anything. I'm not going to hold on to the what ifs. I'm not going to hold on to the what could have been and what I could have done better. And I'm not going to condemn myself. I'm going to bury all those things with you. And I'm not going to ignore the work that has to be done after I bury this. I'm not going to ignore the feelings that still may come up. I'm not going to ignore what you have to say or what you want to do, what you want to show me. I'm not going to not be open to anything that you have or, or talking to this person, whatever. But I'm burying it right now with you knowing that you have amazing thoughts towards me. You have plans for me to give me a future and a hope. And so I, right now, bury this with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hmm. Was that easy? Heck no. <laughs> Heck no, right? Because what, what do we do? A lot of times, you know, it's like we take something to the altar. We surrender it to God. Or in this case, I bury it. And it can be so easy to to go back and dig it up and say, no, you know, no, no, what, Lord? No, you know what? I, I, I think I can fix this. I, Lord, I, I think I could do it. I, I think I can say the right thing. Lord, no, I, I think I missed it, Lord. I, I think me burying this was not you. Right, man, I went through that every single day. It was a battle, but every single time in his grace, in his mercy, through humility, I was able to recognize that, no, this is you, Lord. This is you because this is so crazy. This has to be you. And it's totally going against everything that my flesh is telling me to do. So I definitely know this is you. And so I, I, as many times I had to do that, but I finally got to the point one day where I was like, it is buried. And there is cement over that. And I know that if there's cement over that, like it's so buried that it's going to have to be you supernaturally digging that up. Right. And so that was the second part. Right. The first part was experiencing the death of that dream or for me, the engagement, whatever it is for you. The second part is after we're or not after, but while we're processing our emotions and, and the questions and all that, proactive, being proactive about moving forward and, and bearing that thing with the Lord, whatever it looks like, whatever that process looks like, but, but it has to be done between you and him together as one, okay? And then step three 
was and it is I'm experiencing now right now is is the resurrection okay the resurrection of 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 really what initially was on my heart okay and I'm not saying that uh, there has been resurrection between me and 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 my ex fiance and I was getting married no not that but what I'm saying the the dream right the the still wanting to get married and still wanting to have kids and still wanting to have the property that okay the resurrection process is so beautiful and exciting okay and you know the, there's so much more scripture that I want to share but the 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 first one uh, verse fourteen. Okay, it says in Jeremiah 29, verse 14, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. Okay, I want to I want to just focus on that first part, because as we're going through or as we're experiencing the death of something and as we're moving forward and we're bearing that thing and as as we're being intentional about inviting the Lord into this process Okay, we will find the Lord in the midst of our captivity, in the midst of our heartbreak, in the midst of our confusion, in the midst of our doubt, in the midst of everything that we're experiencing. If we stay humble and if in in true humility we go to him because we don't understand and we can't do this on our own anymore, you will find him and he will set you free. He will set you right back on, on, on that on the perfect track okay to be able to move forward and what's amazing guys is that during this resurrection process you know in, in romans 4 17 it says uh that that god gives life to the dead and cause those things which you do not exist as though they did again god who gives life to the dead and cause those things which do not exist as though they did. What does that mean? That in the midst of this resurrection process, God truly has the ability to resurrect something. Something that maybe died, whether it was that passion, that goal, your job, that relationship, whatever it is. If if it truly is something that maybe was just missed, he has the ability to to resurrect that and he also has the ability to create life and to create something that is better than what we thought okay and and so we need to not only trust god but we truly need to surrender to him we need to go back to our first love and although that version might have died and although you grieved and you buried it, God can and work, he will work it out for your good. And again, it will be better than you thought. You know, Ephesians 3, Ephesians 3.20 says that God will do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask, think, or imagine. If we get so caught up on that virgin, and if we try so hard to resurrect something that's dead on our own, Man, we might truly miss that that good thing that God for us, that God has for us. That that thing that was exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask, think, or imagine. And so don't, don't trap yourself. That is, that is why it's so important to separate our emotions and our feelings from, from the reality, from 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 really the uh from that version, okay? We, we must separate that with the Lord. 
And in that, humility gives you the opportunity to experience life and life more abundantly, to trust God, to receive his wisdom, right? And, you know, if we go to James chapter 1, verse 5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. You know, this is so important, and I really want to focus on this because when, when we experience the death of something, right, it can be so easy to, in our heads, to go back to specific moments where we could have done better, where we shouldn't have done that, where we should have said that, right? And, and, and really what that is, that is knowledge, Right. That is knowledge that we pick up from things that work out or don't work out from situations, from from whatever it is. And in in the midst of the death of something like for me, when I experienced the death of this engagement, it was so easy for me to to want to make decisions based on that knowledge that I had from that situation. But in a way, guys, that really isn't humility. Okay, because knowledge, if we're not careful, can and most of the time is tainted with negative emotions and feelings and 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 all of these different experiences that we have. And so that's why it's really important to not lose that, but welcome the Lord in, invite him in and, and, and truly ask for his wisdom. Right. Knowledge. Okay. Knowledge is is truly um, what we know, okay? Uh, what we know, what we've experienced, but wisdom, true wisdom from God is is what is what says, you know, this is how you need to use that knowledge that you have. Nope, don't don't use that part. <laughs> no, no, yep, use this part right here. Right. And so knowledge and wisdom go hand in hand. And so we must invite the Lord. We must ask for his wisdom. And as you do that, OK, as you step out, you, it, it's going to produce good things. It's going it, to it, it will really give you the opportunity to grow and to mature. And, and as you do that, then in the resurrection process, the Lord will open doors of opportunity, right? Or, or he will truly help you heal and, and get to a place where you can start living again. And so for me, I experienced the death of something that I loved and valued and cared about and something that's been on my heart and that is on my heart. But through that, I had to acknowledge that I had blind spots. And in true humility, as I went back to the word of God, I was able to realize what those were. And I was able to bury that version with the Lord, not giving up, but saying, you know what, Lord, this version is dead and I truly need to trust you. And I want to trust you. And I don't want to do this on my own. And as I buried that, then, right, the next part of that uh, was was moving into an area of, of, of true resurrection. Okay, with the Lord, where I, I'm not dating anybody. I'm not jumping straight into a relationship again, but where the Lord is resurrecting dreams and, and visions and words that he's given me about my wife, about my kids, about that beautiful daughter that I'm going to have one day and, and, and that house, the property, the donkeys. Yes, I love donkeys, right? And the resurrection process, it's not jumping to that, that end goal. 
but it's it's restoring it's bringing back to life it's putting my heart back together with him and as i do that i'm keeping the main thing the main thing which is the lord and i'm learning how to do this again with him and so i'm excited for whoever my wife is in the midst of this the lord's having me pray for my wife and he's he's giving me the opportunity to get excited to dream and and i can't wait for that day where i meet my wife and 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 and, and we go through that process and i know that if i stay true to keeping god number 1 it's going to be beautiful exceedingly abundantly more than i can ask think or imagine okay and so i really hope this encouraged you this whole series this this message today okay because man wherever you're at maybe you're experiencing this right now the biggest thing to remember that i want to leave you with is that just because something dies just because that version died doesn't mean that it's over for you it just means that maybe you missed it maybe you weren't ready but God has something amazing. He's the great redeemer. He's the great restorer. And he loves you so much to leave you where you're at. Okay. And so be intentional about going back to him. Be intentional about processing your emotions, the questions during that death process. Be intentional about bearing that version that you had, that you were so caught up uh, on and, and that you were holding so tight too and and bury it with the lord and then from there enjoy that resurrection process and stay true to his word stay true to what he says right jeremiah 29 11 through 14 for i know the thoughts that i think towards you says the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. All right. So my challenge for you this week is to really be intentional about thinking, where are you in this process? Okay. Are you still really just on, in stage one? Are you in stage two? Are you in stage three? Where are you? Write it down and invite the Lord in. Amen. Hey, I love you. You are blessed. You are one of a kind. God has amazing plans for your life. Have a great rest of your week and we'll catch you on the next episode. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, praise God. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I hope it blessed you and encouraged you. And if it did, please share it with somebody else. Hey, remember that God loves you. He is for you. And Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is so proud of you. Don't give up. Mm-hmm.